Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality Radio. It's December 5th, 2023. Myself, Nancy Hopkins, and Dolly Howard are here, and we don't know why Walt Silva is not on the call. Um, he's, he's supposed to be on the call, but he's not here. So I don't know what he's doing. I don't know whether he's looking or what the problem can be. I don't know. I don't understand the lack of communication. Um, I don't either. All right. Anyway, tell us about your Christmas tree while I'm trying to get a hold of Walter here. Well, um, we we couldn't find it. The the box that we found with a top of a Christmas tree was the outside Christmas tree, so, and Annette was really excited about the uh, putting decorations up this year, because we're starting a new life this year. Things have calmed down in our lives, so we're, we're all excited about decorating. So, I said, we are not going to be without a tree, Annette, because she came to me with tears in her eyes. She couldn't find it. I said, we're going to go out and buy a Christmas tree. So, the next day, we went out and we went to Lowe's and Home Depot's and Michael's. And before we did that, though, we went to our favorite restaurant and had brunch. <laughs> I love that restaurant. And And while we were there, the waitress came to us and she said, are you two sisters? And I said, you're just saying that to butter me up. And she said, no, I'm serious. To me, you look like sisters. <laughs> so um, I she started to walk away, and I said, no, wait. I want to give you a hug. Is that okay? She said, oh, yes. Yeah. So she came over, and we, we gave each other good bear hugs. And I happened to look over her shoulder because I was told, look around the room. And everybody had stopped eating. I mean, everybody that I could see. And they were sitting back or sitting forward. And they, they had the biggest smiles on their faces. I got goosebumps just telling you about it. And uh, so I feel like that was a meant to be because... Um, People seem to be in a better mood. The atmosphere all changed to happiness, and people were talking louder and laughing. And so I think that was a good experience for all of us there. It sure gave me a boost. And um, anyway, so we went to all those places I listed, did not find a Christmas tree at all that we liked. So, and... I had asked the angels to help us find a perfect one. And 
so we came home. We decided we were going to have to shop for one on Amazon because we didn't really know what else to do. And we want one this year because it's a new life for crying out loud. So um, we were sitting there looking at them. And that was looking at decorations. I was looking at trees. All of a sudden she stopped. She said, Mom. I'm being told to go look in the attic. We don't do an attic because we're so short and we aren't weak enough to put things in the attic. So she went out there. She got the ladder and she climbed up in the attic. Guess what was in the attic? (laughs) It was our Christmas tree and all our decorations because we bought whole bunches last year. Uh... Well, throughout the years we've been buying, but the last couple of years we've been getting things we really like. So uh, this new friend that Annette has came over Monday, whenever Monday was. Went up in the attic and got the tree and the decorations down for us. And he helped Annette get the new barbecue uh thing you barbecue on in your bed in your uh lanai's or or in your backyards she got a new one that looks like an egg but it's not one of the eggs it's a gorilla something or other and uh she finished putting it together last night so she grilled on it today made herself some kebabs So we're going to be all set for our party Friday because she asked her team uh, that works for her at work. She asked them over with their whoever they wanted to bring. So we've been planning uh, what to cook and what to uh, what special things to get for them for a Christmas gift. Nothing real expensive, just something that you can say oh look I got a Christmas gift Um, so uh, I decided I'm going to make my deviled eggs and green bean casserole and uh, our pink stuff that is cool whip with dry jello mixed in it and then you put drain and put uh, crushed pineapple in it and you put there's one more thing why can't I I'll tell you when I can think of it um so I'm gonna have fun making stuff for the party and they're supposed to bring stuff with them too whatever they want to bring So we're going to have a good time this week. And did you ever get a hold of Walt? Yes, he's on the the call. He's there, Walt. Hello, Walt. Are you muted? Okay. Walter, are you muted? Okay, I don't know uh, what's happening here. I'm more than a little concerned at this point. 
Oh, I see the chat, our our chat in Skype. Uh, but I don't see Walt's name in there. <sighs> Walt, yeah, he's, are you, he's what? He, yeah, I can see is that he's on, he's connected. He's just muted. Oh. Hold on. I be holding, holding, holding. I don't want to leave the air without any talk in it, you know. That can be frustrating for people who are just getting here and all they hear is silence. Silence is golden, golden. <laughs> um. So, what else could I tell you? We've just been having a good week so far. I hope you all are having good weeks. I got a good thing from uh, Deanne, Dina, from Dina. She sent me this thing that is super fantastic. It could take up like five shows, um, but it's all very interesting. It's about... um, Let me pull it up while we're waiting here. Here it is. Ascension. It's Ascension stuff. Uh, Photon Belt Ascension 2023. Energy Signs and Symptoms Update. And it's quite extensive, um, but it's so much fun to read down the... uh, uh, Hold on. Below is a list of photon belt ascension symptoms. Oh, my gosh. That is what can take for for days. I'm going to copy the link and post it in the chat room. So if we don't get to it, y'all can read it at your leisure. I find it very interesting. And I wanted to share that with you. Let's see, paste. There it is. It's at nazastick.com. And um, I think you, I don't think there is one person in this world who can't find something in that article that won't, that will. I think that everybody will find something that interests them in that article. Boy. I have trouble with my words tonight. Um, So I wanted to share that with you. Uh, Let's see, what else do I have to share? Oh, I saw this thing about, you remember that big, tall, buffoon-looking guy, the poor thing, just, he had strokes and he doesn't have any brains left that think that he can make think right. Well, Fetterman, that's his name. Hello, Moto. Oh, let me. Okay. We have a colleague. This is from The Blaze in X. We have a colleague in the Senate that's actually done much more sinister kinds of things. Fetterman is saying this. He needs to go. If you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow Menendez to remain in the Senate? 
Menendez is really a senator for Egypt, not New Jersey. And I read one of the comments and they said, how can this man who couldn't put two words together uh, before, how can he put this whole paragraph together with no problem doing so? So, um, and, <clears throat> and he said, Fetterman, the new Fetterman doesn't even look like it. What? I'm worried about you. Do you need to go to the hospital? No, I, I don't know. Hey, you guys, on. I can hear you. You don't seem to be really um, comprehending things. I can hear you. Yeah, well. Well, I can hear you. Yeah, I don't know how to stop myself from this conversation. <laughs> All right, just so you know. Okay, why don't why don't you just sit back? All right, I'm going to. I have to do the show. Okay, so that was uh, Fetterman who said that very sanely. He wasn't acting insane like he did. There's another thing I found in uh, X this week. It's about it's from Travis and Flint. On December 2nd, John Kerry, breaking news, John Kerry stepped off his jet today at the COP28 summit in Dubai and announced the U.S. will be stopping all new coal plants from being built and will be working to shut down existing coal plants. This move will leave over... 100,000 Americans unemployed between the plant workers and coal miners. The plan is to replace the coal plants with wind and solar power. I guess politicians really aren't looking out for miners. How much more of America can they destroy? Don't ever ask that question. Don't ever ask, okay, how much more or what else can happen? Because you're opening the door for uh, to be taught what else can happen. <laughs> or you don't want to find out bad stuff. Okay, I got um, <sighs> this. I, I got a, a good news thing. If I can find it, because I've been skipping around in my list. So let me see what I can find here. Here it is. This is from the Good News Network. I'm going to copy the link and paste it in the chat. So give me a second here. Uh, I've got copy. Find where y'all went to. Oh, there you are. I found you. I'm going to paste. So there, you can find the article there. Now, let me go back to my list. This, uh, it's by Andy Corbley on December 4, 2023. And the title, Principal Adopts Student Who Was Sent to His Office. A middle school principal in Kentucky adopted a girl who was acting out after she had spent her whole life in and out of foster homes. Sent to his office after being suspended, uh, 
He realized that she just needed perhaps one time for something to go in her favor. Kentucky school principal Jason Smith walked out of his office one day and saw a girl from the sixth grade sitting on a chair by the door, suspended for throwing a cup of yogurt during lunch. One can only imagine how much delinquency and mischief Smith had seen throughout his 14 years in charge of the school. But something about the girl struck him that day, asking whether she thought such behavior was acceptable at a restaurant. Raven Whitaker replied she had never been to one. Where she had been was in and out of foster homes for most of her life, where foster moms and dads had made plenty of promises they were unable to keep. At that moment, I had felt like she just needed a hand, needed help, Smith told Good Morning America. I recognized that she needed something to go in her favor, maybe for once, that it hadn't gone in her favor in the past, but she just needed somebody to help her. After discussing it with his wife, Mary Beth, she believed there was something special about Raven. The couple had struggled with infertility for years and had previously failed to turn foster children they'd hosted into candidates for adoption. After discussing the matter with Raven's caseworker in 2015, they heard that they too could foster her. They also talked with her personally about the matter. With their doors opened, Raven wasn't sure it was going to turn out any differently. Although she admitted to GMA, whoever the heck that is, that the welcome was immediately and detectably warmer than past homes. It was really weird at first, because in my mind, I thought of Jason Smith as the bad guy, because I was always getting in trouble, Raven Whitaker Smith, Dash Smith, told GMA. I gave them a bunch of trouble to see what would happen. I kind of tested whether or not this was real or not, to see if they would keep me no matter what, because they would tell me that. But, you know, I'd heard that a lot before. However, it wasn't long before the love and sincerity of the couple won her over, and the three became an official family in October 2017. <sighs> Give me a minute. <sighs> With a principal in the house, Raven improved her performance in school, graduating and moving forward to attend the University of Kentucky, where she is studying to be a social worker. Now, that wasn't exactly the teen being the hero there. It was school principal being the hero. And I, it was such a good 
story I wanted to share it with you all. I mean, it made me cry. <laughs> and I've read it three times and cried three times now. Um, I did want to share that with you all as my, one of my good news things. Because I told you every time on radio, I want to give you all good news. Um, let me see what else. I have to maybe share with you while Nancy and Mulder are talking. Uh, principal's up, student. All I have left because I wasn't expecting a lull is to start. I'm back. I'm back, Dolly. Oh, okay. I, thank you. Thank you for that. Welcome back. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, th- th- that was an amazing story about the, the th- there's so many good stories. And, and I just really appreciate it when you do tell us these stories. Um, and again, it's the young people, you know, getting lucky. Yeah. And older people, you know. Yeah. Um, it, well, I have to. I, this just came to my head because it made me laugh when I heard it. Apparently, the I guess it's the X generation or the millenniums or whoever it is are pissed off at us, the boomers, because we won't babysit their kids. <laughs> <laughs> Too damn bad. They chose to have them. <laughs> I know, but you know, it, it, they said that uh, I guess it's the millenniums. I don't know these stick these. I don't know where they get these names of things. I guess millennium means they were born around two thousand, but they're um, waiting longer to have babies. So you know, grandparents are still kind of locked in the house. The husband maybe still working and stuff. You know, but when once you get retired and you can travel around the country and you can go out with your friends and you don't have to worry about all this you know you're not exactly sitting home waiting for the call to be a grandmother (laughs) you want to live your life that you've been working toward yeah yeah you know if it's not blaming trump it's blaming the boomers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's all our fault (laughs) it just it just came to my mind you know and it made me laugh um anyway um okay so what i have here is i've got uh we got two things we got matthew so we look at matthew i don't think walt's going to get here to read it um he's having problems but um we can do that or we can listen to your phone call (laughs) okay um you need to take it? Yeah, I'm going to mute myself. All righty. Isn't this an interesting show? <laughs> it's okay. Um, while I'm talking to you and I'm not in a big rush, I can say to you all, please send, continue sending love blankets around to everywhere you can think of because... Um, I have been told all week and last week, love blankets are exceedingly important at this time in the world. So please uh, don't forget to send out love blankets. And if you would, please share the love blanket um, 
talk with your friends and family if they'll accept it. I mean, if if they're going to be little assholes about it, I wouldn't do it. If, but there are people out there who are kind and care and uh, do enjoy sending out their love blankets. So I, I'm glad I had the opportunity to share that with you all. Um, I wish somebody was there to talk to me. Anybody in the chat room have anything to share? Here's your opportunity. You got me one-on-one. Let's see, where did my... Where'd that go to? Oh, here it is. Okay. I, the only other thing I have is that Photon Belt Ascension 2023 Energies and Symptoms Update. And they start out by saying, can you feel it? The pace of life has gotten so fast that you can barely keep up with it. It's not that you're getting old, tired, or lazy. The worst possible thing you could do now is to try and keep up with the hectic flow of life. A better choice would be to simplify your life. Get a smaller home, work closer to home, or even better, work from your home if you can. Trim the excess from your life the best that you can. Let it go for now. If it isn't essential to your life, make peace with yourself and let go of the inner conflict. That's what Annette and I are doing, y'all. We've been trying to do that, but we have had so much chaos over the last few years. Uh, But now, over the last couple months, we are clearing ourselves of um, interference in the life we want to live. Peaceful, loving, sharing, having fun, that kind of thing. And I'm telling you, all of a sudden, December 1st seemed to be the cutoff I saw in our life. It's happening. We have been working on it, manifesting as much as we could for the last, um, since August, and it's starting to to be a real thing. So give yourselves a break. And here's what this thing goes on to say: Resolve to love and care for yourself unconditionally, for yourself unconditionally. Earth has entered new territory. The old Earth paradigm. No, no, that's not how you say that. Paradigm will no longer work. It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked long. Let go of worn out traditions and cultural expectations. Go within and do what feels right for you. Even if it goes against society norms. And in parentheses it says, Many people believe in the photon belt, believe the photon belt is just a new age disinfo belief. 
and many researchers debunked it as fake. Maybe it's not real. However, like anything you read or hear, make sure you aren't taking it all in as truth or dismissing it entirely. Check it out within yourself, y'all. See how it feels. So that's how they uh, did the introduction into this section. If you go into the site, you will see there is a list of topics. And and the list is a big list. So whatever you are thinking about, wondering about, you'll find it in that list. So give yourselves a break. What I said was to myself when when Dina sent it, I thought, oh, my gosh. Now, what is this? Because the name of it stuck out, Ascension. And I'm thinking, do I believe in this Ascension stuff or not? So I'll just go in and take a look at what she sent me because, bless her heart, she always sends me good stuff. So I went in there. And I'll tell you, it was like somebody dropped a net around me that belongs to that article because I couldn't stop reading and wondering and, and taking time to think about what I was reading and being uh, told and, and shared what they shared with me. So uh, I'm not saying you have to go read it. It's your choice. I'm just strongly recommending it from Dolly World, me to you. Uh, Nancy, are you back? Yes, I am. I am oh. back. Okay. Um, so it's the pho- Photon Belt Ascension. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh! I know what it was. Today, we didn't have a Shanghai... Uh, reality live program I replayed the first show that Walt and I did on radio together uh, concerning Shungite and we got into a long conversation about the proton belt oh wow I'll tell you if you really take the time if anybody's interested in Shungite take the time to listen to the Shungite show because it was a replay from 2014 but that was one astounding show I mean I to be honest with you, a lot of times I just don't have the time to go over some of the replays that we do. And this one, it started up, and I couldn't stop listening to it because um, it, it was just a phenomenal... Just at the beginning, when, when Walt got introduced to Shungite, and it was it was fascinating. But we did, yes, we got into a conversation about that. And it's he, he, he referenced a book he was, he was talking about. He referenced a book called Life Cloud. And what he was talking about, and I didn't get the author's name, was that when we get to this point, we're going around the the galaxy. You know, that's we revolve around the sun, but we revolve around the galaxy on the edge of it. And when we get to this place, which is uh, 26,500 years, okay, and there's another one at, at the halfway point you get a smaller version of the proton belt. But we're talking about the one that is every 26,500 years, which is where we are now in this this scenario. You're actually lined up with the black hole that's in the middle of every, every galaxy. And 
what I explained to, to him was, um, and I got this years ago. I mean, I'm talking about back in the 70s, um, that the black hole is, you, you know it because everything is supposed to be sucked in. It's so high density gravity that everything around it gets sucked into it. That's light things, you know, of this of this dimension, the ten percent that's there in the in the universe. You know, I mean, the, everything we see and know is only ten percent of the universe. The other part of it is the quantum field, or sometimes called, oh, what's the other word for it? Well, let's just think of it as a quantum field. Ninety percent is a quantum field. So, when you got this situation in the the light world, the ten percent we're lined up with the black hole. Now, we think of the black hole as sucking in the energy, but in fact, it sucks in the energy, but it also is giving back, it's like another type of energy that's coming off of it. So even though it's sucking in light energy, it's giving this amazingly creative energy that when I was given the imaging, the download of what all this, how this all works, it's like, we see the black, the dark, the black hole, but on the other side of it is light, um, quasar light. I mean, unbelievable creativity and energy, and you know, it might be a portal to heaven. I don't know. But when we're in this position, this energy that we call the proton belt sends out all of this just creative stuff into the 10% of the of the universe that we live in and that if you visually are trying to look at it visually you can you can detect this in a lot of ways this cloud okay but visually it it's like a like a, a curtain like a light curtain that makes everything behind it not visually sharp it's a fog of energy, so you can't really visually see the the black hole because of this energy belt. But when in this book, Life Cloud, when they looked at it, it they found it to be 90% carbon, which is what everything is built on in this side of the 10%. Um, now. When I and I've got notes here that I'm looking at, trying to remember what, why, why did I write those notes there? But when now remember that this this show went off in 2014, but I'd known about this, uh, like the black hole and what was happening in the proton belt. I'd done a lot of reading on the proton proton belt, a lot of it esoteric reading, and one of the things that made me think that gosh, maybe this is all very true, is that a few years before that, before 2014, they began to detect that the half-life of minerals had changed. Now, the half-life of something is, it's how long it takes that particular material to disintegrate. And it's a, a disintegration process that is natural, and but it, it's very measurable. And every, like, 
a, a, a quartz crystal is going to have one. The uh, ruby is going to have one. Every mineral has its own half-life. And they began to detect that the half-life of the minerals were changing. And I don't remember, and I, I didn't say, maybe I remembered it at the time, but I didn't say it in the show, uh, whether it was increasing that it's faster or if it's slower, but I think it's faster. Um, and the other thing that happened basically at the same time was they found out that the DNA in great apes had changed. They were detecting changes in it. And I, I knew about that. But see, you know, like the way that the universe works is that it gives you some information, then it gives you some more information, it gives you some more information to reinforce what you you started with. And the DNA of the great apes was the changes that it was manifesting in the way the great apes were reacting in the 3D was represented in a YouTube that I saw where there were these two uh, people that were in a uh, great apes sanctuary. And they're walking along this path and all of a sudden from the other direction comes a uh, uh, mama, papa, and a couple of babies, little great apes. And so the two humans sort of like went to the side of the road, and were, the one guy was still filming, but they went to the side of the road, and the, the one guy sat down. And the great apes came and sat down with him. And one of the babies was behind him and started playing with his hair. And the father didn't say anything or anything. The only thing he did was move his hand a little bit. And the, the baby was like, oh, okay, don't touch him, you know. And um, it was just the, the, the unbelievable intelligence that was radiating off of these great apes. It was like, to me, this represented the, the changes in the DNA that was resulting in a, an amazingly... Uh, let's say, acceleration in advancement with the great apes. So I felt, it and all of this was, was sort of like proving to me that we were in that proton belt, that something very amazing was happening. So, um, yeah, th this, this was full of so many things that Walt said right from the beginning that were just really very profound in our understanding of Shanghai. It was a very good show, actually. Um, so I highly recommend it. Uh, so um, along this light, in this subject, I've got a, a so I don't think it's too, too very long, but I think, I think you'll enjoy listening to it, Dolly. Oops, wait a minute. <laughs> this mouse is still giving me trouble. What's it about? It's Dolores Cannon. Oh, wow. And she's talking about basically what we were discussing right now. It's only 10 minutes, so I'm going to play it right now because it'll give us something to kind of talk about, okay? Okay. You are not a body. You have a body. This is just a suit of clothes, a costume you're wearing right now to play this part, this role in this stage play that you're involved in. Everything is an illusion. Nothing is real. 
I've had people go through the death experiences and after they've died and they're on the spirit side, they look back at the life and they'll say, it was just a play. I can see all the actors on stage getting ready to come out and play their parts. I can see the actors in the wings getting ready to come on. And they said, but when I was there, it was so hard and so difficult. But now that I'm on the other side, it was like a blink of an eye. We get caught up in the illusion. So you are the producer, director, and actor in your own play. You're also the script writer. But the script is being written as it goes along. You know what that means? You can change the script anytime you want. You're the writer. You're the actor. You don't like the way the scene is going? Change it. This is how much power we have and we don't realize it. So you're just an actor wearing a costume to play this part. But when God burst out and sent everyone out, he said, go my children and learn. Learn everything there is to learn. Have every experience there is to experience. He said, there is no bad, there is no good. There's only lessons and experiences. And you choose these every time you come into a life. And what you chose to learn. We all have bad things happen in our lives. That's life. But what did you learn from it? Remember, you created it to learn something from. You made it maybe more difficult than it should have been, but you created it to learn something. And I have clients that I ask that too, and they'll say, I didn't learn anything. It was just a horrible experience. What happens then if you say, I didn't learn anything? You got to take that class over again. Earth is nothing but a school that you signed on here to experience. There are many, many schools out there because when we start out, God said, learn everything, everything that's possible, everything there is, every things you can't even imagine, and then bring it back to me. And when we're all done with all of our schools, with all of our lessons, we take all the information back downloaded into the gigantic computer that is God, that is the source. I asked them one time, well then what does he do with it? He said, he starts over again, recreating again. So it's unending. But when you start on the schools, you go to other planets, you go to other dimensions, you have to know what all of that is like. And I've proved this by taking hundreds of people. I never know where they're going to go. I think they're going to go into past life. They don't. They go on these other planets, other dimensions, and they learn whatever it is to be learned there. But when you come to Earth, they said this is the most difficult planet in the universe. It's the hardest. It's the densest. It's the heaviest. They don't want to come here. It's very, very difficult. They have a lot more fun on the other planets. 
And also, they have a lot of fun on spirit side. They like rather best better stay over there because they're learning a lot there. There's schools. There's all kinds of things on the spirit side, and I've written about all of these things in my books. But when they decide they're going to come to Earth and take on Earth school, they're warned. This is going to be very difficult. You know this, don't you? Once you sign on for the Earth School, it's a long school. You can't get out of it until you are finished. You have to take all the grades, all the steps. You can't jump from kindergarten to college. You have to finish this class before you go to the next class. If you fail that class, there's no judgment. You just take it over again. And I've had many clients who are taking the same class over and over and over again. They go through maybe four or five lives with the same people, same circumstance, and they still haven't got it. You probably know people like that in your own lives, drawing the same circumstances to them time after time, the same kind of people to them time after time. Like, when are you going to get it? Now. The universe, once running all of this, and I'm glad somebody's running it, they don't care how long it takes you to pass one class, one grade. You have eternity. But do you want to take eternity to one, or learn one little lesson? Well, everybody else is going on to high school, to college, you're still stuck on the second grade. If that's what you want, it's your free will, you can do it. But if you realize you're just repeating the same class over and over again and not moving forward, then it finally begins to get into your head, okay, I don't need to keep repeating this. I'm going to move on. And you go to the next class, the next grade, which may or may not be easier, may be harder, but at least it'll be different. Because there's no judging. You judge yourself. You decide yourself what you're going to learn when you come into a life. You set up the circumstances. Everybody here has been saying the same things. You choose your parents. You choose where you're going to live, the environment, what is going to be the best for you. You decide it all, but you have all these advisors over there, and they're always trying to help you. They can't tell you what to do, but they can help you. Uh, they said, are you sure you want to do this? They said, oh, yeah, I want to get rid of everything at once. I want to get rid of all the karma. And you pile your plate pretty full. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, I want to get it over with all at once. Say, okay, we'll be there to help you, but it's going to be very difficult. Because so many of us have taken so long to learn the lessons, we're caught on the wheel of karma. We haven't got it. We keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. You don't get out of anything. You have to take that lesson until you learn it. And you keep coming back with the same people just playing different roles. You be the husband this time. I'll be the wife. Or you be the mother. I'll be the child. Maybe we can figure it out. But it's the wheel of karma. The, one of the only things that Jesus came to teach us was how to get off the wheel of karma. We were going round and around and around. We were not moving.
moving upward. So he came to show us how to get off of the wheel. Of course, the only way is always with love. Love is the greatest thing there is. God, the source, is total love. And that's all they're ever trying to teach anyone. It's just that a life on Earth is so much difficult. I said this is the most difficult planet in the universe. The densest, the heaviest. They say when you sign on to come here, they really admire you. They say you have to be very brave to take that step and to sign up on this school. So the majority of us are caught on this wheel going round and around and around for how many hundreds, thousands of lifetimes. We're not going anywhere. Now, these three waves of volunteers that have come in that are volunteering, their energy is needed to help with the ascension, to help with the shifting. It is needed to help raise this can't do it by our, ourselves. The ones who were caught on the wheel of karma can't do it. They told me, we have tried this three times. The other times we couldn't get the critical mass and it didn't work. But now we've got it. Hundreds of thousands of volunteers have come in. We have tipped the scales and we have the critical mass now to save the world. mute problem so Dolly what did you think of that oh it's so many thoughts holy criminy I don't want to go thousands and thousands of years I hope I'm one of the helpers and not one of the schoolers (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) well That just is funny. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, for those people that don't know who Dolores Cannon is, um, and we talked about her on the show earlier, uh, the 2014 show, but she was one of these people that when I met her, I was like, how could I not know about her? I mean, I'm somebody that, you know, researches all sorts of stuff. How could I not know about this person that when I finally, you know, come and con- come, well, meet up with her, her amazing, amazing uh, library, 15 books at that time, on um, the stuff that she just talked about. And it when I talked to people, everybody knew about her. She was a rock star, but I didn't. <laughs> I had no clue as to who she was. Um... I didn't read, I mean, I didn't read very, I mean, I read parts, no, I read the first first book, Convoluted, in a series, the last series that she did. Um, I did read that one completely. But she's written on so many different uh, subjects, including the one that she's, it seems like people know about, is when she was with a client. Now, the story is, is that her husband was a hypnotist and making good money at it. And he got into some kind of an accident and couldn't do it. And she ended up taking over his practice and taking it a lot farther. Um, Because what happened was that as she was doing basic hypnotism, helping people out, uh, you know, phobias and whatever else that they do that with uh, in the 10% world. um, And she 
suddenly had some of her clients that seemed to be someplace other than maybe a past life. And that opened up a whole new universe of knowledge to her. Um, she was able to write about different worlds, maybe dimensions, I don't know exactly you know, which way she would have called it, where people were on, you know, in totally different environments altogether. But one time when she was um, talking to the client and the client is in a past life connection, the connection was with a young man who was helping out Nostradamus. And so because she was questioning and she eventually it slipped into she was actually talking to the guy himself and he was understanding because he worked for Nostradamus that maybe he's getting thoughts in his head that are external to himself. And so he, I don't remember if he said something to Nostradamus or Nostradamus just noticed that he was in a very strange state. But what happened was that she wrote an entire book about conver conversing with Notre Dame through that medium. And uh, so that, I mean, she, go and she goes into ET, I mean, she's all over the, every subject it seemed like she would be able to have some kind of a connection to something. Very, very, um, and to her presentations when I looked at YouTubes of her and stuff, she's just captivating. Um, so when I came across this clip, it was I was looking for. I'm going to play this on the uh, Radio 5G show tomorrow, and I get, I don't know if it was last week on this show or on the Say What show. I played a clip from Dr. Uh, Robert Young concerning the uh, connection between 5G and the Vax that you said to me, Dolly, everybody should know this information. And I had taken that clip out of uh, an hour and a half of, well, a little less than that, of him talking to uh, Seth Holhouse of Man in America, which I had done another show that they had done, but this one was like two years earlier. And my God, I mean, it was back in 2020, uh, 2022, and this guy back then had it all together. I mean, the stuff that we talk about regarding all aspects of that experience, he already had pretty well lined up back then in 2022. Um, I guess it takes time for people to, you know, find the information that, you know, I mean, if I'd known that in the beginning, it would have made everything a little clearer as to what was happening. Well, so You um, have to be ready for it. Yeah, yeah, it is all, it all in the timing. So um, anyway, I, 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 I put that together. And then there's a Tucker Carlson uh, clip that's fun because he was talking to a congressman over the fact that the government is supposed to be releasing UFO information and they're not. And this congressman wants to know why they're breaking the law that said they had to have this information in front of Congress in such and such a date. And uh, so that was kind of interesting, but I need, I just needed, you know, like eight, ten more minutes. And all of a sudden, I'm like, 
just she was just there and I clicked on it and it's like this most perfect presentation of a reality that I feel very comfortable with you know that everything is God God is an immense force of love it's all experiencing learning you know and I love her her statement that and I asked him well after God learns this what happens well he starts again <laughs> you know well, yeah that really said oh no not with me <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh it was just the the perfect uh thing that i needed and i really wanted you to hear it because i knew that you'd uh you'd feel very comfortable with the information that he was he was passing on oh yeah so yeah so we've only got two minutes till the top of the hour so why don't we just play a break and when we come back we'll go over to uh Matthew's message for December. Shall we do that? Yep. Okay, then. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Show. It's December 5th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and Dolly Howard is with me, actually carrying the show today. You're doing <laughs> so well. I'm sending you one more. You're sending me one more. I have phone. Oh, okay. The, oh, he, quirky soul is still in the chat. They have questions. Uh, quirky soul has questions. Okay. That we can get to after after we do Matthew, I believe. Yes. Uh-huh. So, it's been kind of fun carrying the show because it reminded me of uh, Dolly. What was that show I did by myself? Dolly's. Oh, uh, it was uh, D- D- uh, Dolly's World. Diddy. Yeah, did. Did. Dilly Dallying and Dolly no, World. That's what yeah, it was. that's what it was. Oh. Well, well the, um, we've got people asking about, you know, how did you meet how, Divine Self and Christia, too? Who's, what's Quirky? Oh. Quirky, yeah. Okay. Um, how, how you met Walt, Walt and stuff. Okay, well. <laughs> We met because Dolly was on Wolf Spirit. Actually, we all met because we were affiliated with Wolf Spirit Radio. And through Wolf Dave. Spirit, through yeah. Dave. Well, it was Wolf Spirit Radio. And Dave Corso was the one of the people. It was his, it was his station, but other people's stations, too. Because they were the first people out there doing alternative information in any way. And... They were having a lot of technical problems, probably because people were trying to stop them. Uh, Dave was a super soldier. Some of the other people that were involved apparently were, uh, you know, highly connected to understanding the dark side. And so we all got connected because we all were in some way or another associated with a show that was being broadcast on Wolf Spirit. I never met Dave except once. I was on a, this was before I I had my own shows and stuff, but um, I was on a show, one of the people on uh, 
on the uh, Wolf Spirit Network had me on for John Kennedy, uh, the 50 year. Is that right? Yeah, I guess it was the 50th year of his anniversary. And I think this was the 60th year. So back then, um, and Dave Corso, all of a sudden the people that were on the, it was a group call, the people were on there, all of a sudden they got like, oh my God, it's Dave Corso. And I'm going like, who the hell is Dave Corso? <laughs> you know? And Dolly, I think he might have been drunk. Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I seriously thought, who is this guy? He sounds drunk to me. And uh, But they were all very, very impressed that he had come on the show. Just He was there just for a few minutes, you know, just to say hi, and then he was gone. And uh, maybe that didn't even happen while he was 3D here. Maybe he did that so that to reach out to me. You know, I don't know. I don't put anything past that guy. But when he died, um, I didn't know Dolly at that point. But when he died, a lot of the hosts just left the station. Uh, it was JP took it over, but um, they just didn't want to continue without Dave, was my understanding of it. Yeah. And so the uh, station really, be, you know, shrunk very, very fast to just a few shows. And Colleen Kelly was stood up and said that she would do some producing uh, to help JP out because Dave was the producer on all this stuff. And so then um, because I, I said to I said to uh, Colleen, I said, well, if you want me to do a show, I'll do a show. Now, by then I had been on. JP's show, it was on a few different things. Um, I said, but I'll, I'll do another show if you want me to. And so we agreed that we would do Cosmic Reality. Of course, I had no idea of what this thing would be. So I did a couple of shows, three shows, I think, by myself, trying to figure out how to, how to put out on a two-hour show by myself. And then I met Walt Silva over the Shungite stuff, and... I said to Walt, how would you like to be my co-host? And then I get him on there and I'm like, I'm, I was panicky because I didn't know if he knew anything else besides Shungite, <laughs> you know. And by the second show, I knew that I just say, hey, Walt, what do you want to talk about? And, you know, off we'd go. He could talk on any subject. He was like the perfect uh, co-host. But while, while that was happening, um, somehow or another, Dolly came up in conversation or she was there, I don't know. And I said to Colleen, who's this Dolly? You know, and she said, oh, yeah, 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 that's uh, that's Dolly uh, Howard. And she's da, 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 been, you know, on some shows and she's a, you know, real supporter of the station. And she, and then she, Colleen says, but I don't think she's going to live very long. <laughs> Well, that's when nobody thought I would. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, you know. And uh, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Thereabout. No, Dave was still around for a couple of years, I think. Yeah. He yeah. died 16, I think. I think 15, so. 16. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Not good with numbers like that. Me neither. <laughs> So, um, and then because I was doing shows with, uh, with JP on Shungite, when I discovered Shungite, I was already doing shows with, uh, I was like JP's sidekick kind of thing. And uh, he had two shows that we would do, and then he produced another show that I did with some other people. And so 
we got to work really good together and I really, really like the guy. He's very he's special guy. Dolly had problems with him, but I didn't. And so JP and I, we started talking Shungite. And then he was producing a show that Walt was on. And he was telling these people about Shungite. So Walt had gone and gotten himself some Shungite and made a resonator to put on the electric system of your house. And all of a sudden, somebody sends me this post in Facebook about this resonator based on Shungite. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? So um, I started asking people and they went, oh, that's Walt Sylvie, you know. And um, I think I might have made the connection initially on Facebook, but within a very short period of time, we were on the, the Skype and tele, mostly Skype. And we would spend two hours, four hours, just discussing Shungite and enterology. So that's how that happened. And um, then I did. I I started producing, and I did a show for Dolly, a couple of them. Um, and then Walt's been with me on, you know. Well, you through, did my reading show. Yeah. 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 Dolly, do, I, Dolly reads for you. That's what that one was. Yeah, I had to uh, stop playing that because it was one of those situations where, you know, the, they, they go after people for copyright infringement. Yeah, I was worried about it when I was doing it. Yeah, so um, I took it down. Okay. Uh, but, and I, I, I didn't like doing it, but the one that was the best one you ever did was David Wilcox's book on Ascension. Oh. Ascension Mystery, I think it was called. Ladies and gentlemen, you've never heard David Wilcock <laughs> until you've heard Dolly read his books and talk to him through the whole thing. David, what what were you thinking? <laughs> and he never answered me. And he never answers. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. It, it took us, I think it took six months to read that book, Dolly. I think so, but it was a thick one. <laughs> it was a big one, and and you you know, and God bless you, you you went through that whole book, and I know that I've got it someplace. I just, it's not in the uh, the the drives that I easily have accessible. I mean, I've got like I don't even know how many drives with radio shows on them. So, um, but <laughs> it was. It was an experience, and it, if you took this experience with me, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, David Wilcox threw up Dolly's eyes. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was a fun book to read and yeah. to talk with him about as I was reading it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's a very, you know, he is a good writer. Um, I've read his books. I, I think he's come out with maybe one or two that I haven't read, but... Um, He's a, he's a good writer. He's fun to, to listen to. And he does take, uh, let's say, confusing subjects or complicated subjects and gets gets it so you kind of understand it. And he has a lot of research. I mean, he backs up, you know, a lot of what he says. But when he got into that and there was a lot of autobiographical, you know, he used to have a problem with the drugs and, you know, oh, yeah. oh my God. 
and, and some of, and he was very he shared. I mean, he really did share that private that private part of David was was as interesting as the you know the book is you know of facts. So, uh, but I'm looking at the uh, into the chat and uh, Divine Self is saying I saw Roseanne give love blankets to Bill Moyer on a recent interview. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I've been seeing and hearing uh, for quite a while now. People giving, uh, telling people to do love blankets or sharing love blankets, that kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that happens. I told you about. You know, it used to be that people would walk out of my office and say, "I'd say to them, uh, drive safe." And then I thought, well, that's stupid. Everybody, nobody drives unsafe. You know. I mean, so what is that? What am I really trying to say? And I said, be safe. You know. Stay safe and um, be safe is what I started to say. And so I started using that. And at first they would look at me a little odd, but then pretty soon they were saying it to me. And it didn't take more than three months before I'm watching uh, Diane Sawyer on the ABC news thing, right? And she mm-hmm. signs off and she said, be safe. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that's amazing because we had done this before, you know. Put some word into the, just started talking with this word and mm-hmm. see how far that word would carry. And uh, it's pretty impressive. But so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, you're talking, we're all talking love blankets, thinking it. it goes up into the collective consciousness and then it drops down into people's realities. That's yep. why a lot of people can make the, the changes that they're making and have make the uh, understanding connections because they are in a situation where the environment is already been set up in their own brains because they have it's in the collective consciousness so something happens and they go oh i think i've seen that before or i think i heard that before yeah. so that's why you know i think that you're you're definitely a gift to the planet because <laughs> You take this ride with me on so many shows of just talking about what's happening around us, what we're thinking, what we're, you know, we share a lot of other people's thoughts, you know. So I think we're, I think we're having fun and doing it well. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, um, quirky soul. Well, Nancy said how we met through Dave on the different shows, and she ended up. Uh, Producing shows for me and and that kind of thing. Uh, Christia, I met Christia through, what's her first name? Last name is Kennedy. We used to do shows together. Why can't I think of her first name? Well, anyway, if I think of it, I'll say it. We met through her. And then Christia started coming on my show, and um, then we just, we bonded. We've been together ever since. Well, until she decided to go home. (laughs) She gets to go home. I'm the one that's wanting to go home, and Christia is the one who does it. (laughs) Well, anyway, um, that's. How I met Christia. Kennedy was her last name. What's her first name? I can't say. Why can't I? I'll think of it. 
So how did I meet Walt? Um, through the radio station, listening to Nancy and Walt on the radio station. And then one day they invited me to come on this show, Cosmic Creating Reality, whatever this show is. And so that's how I first started talking with Walt. And we've been together ever since. Um, let me see. Met no, I don't have the posse or Dave with me right now. Uh, question for Dave. And posse, is December experiencing an end of year energy crunch? It feels so heavy. Well, okay. Give me a second. Here they come. <laughs> now just remember, y'all. I can only hear one at a time. So Dave is going to be talking. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. It, Dave wants me to say, how did I get with him? He says that's important for some people who are listening or and will be listening. I I was going through this crazy thing of why is the world so crazy? What's not going on? What why is this crap going on? And and I just kinda lost it because it was so where I was at that time was so awful, awful. So I was watching videos and I ran into all sorts of the videos that we listen to now. And the, and the MK Ultra, I did research on MK Ultra. And Dave and, uh, oh, what, what's his partner's name? Uh, he was, I, I'll think of him later. Um, but he and Dave were, Dave was over the guy I'm trying to think of because he was a kid and Dave was an adult. So Dave kind of ended up working with him on all these different missions and they became friends. Um, so I was watching the videos, and I did some research on Dave, and I found out that he had this radio station. And so I thought to myself, well, I'll go to the radio station and listen to what the people are saying there. And I got there, and I started questioning things, and... um Dave started answering and and uh, realized I was really messed up and he took me under his wing and started explaining things to me um in in the chat him he and he and I and um then he said to me Dolly, I'm, I'm bringing you in on the radio. I said, no, I don't want to. Next thing I know, 
I've been talking with them for like five minutes, and I realized, am I on the radio, Dave? He said, yeah, you have been. I told you I was bringing you in. I said, I didn't want to. Well, too bad. You're going to be. And then he talked me into doing uh, reading books and doing the dilly-dallying and dolly world. And um, we became close friends. And uh, we would do the Buffalo Talks where we got all the people who did shows and on the on Dave's radio station and and we would just get together and I'm telling you sometimes we would talk like 12 14 16 hours straight it got to be pretty funny because some of them would get a little bit tipsy <laughs> flat out drunk <laughs> and we had a lot of fun doing that but Dave says the thing that the point he wants to get across is he was, we had set this up. He was waiting for me. And long I came. And uh, like the saying is, the teacher's there when the student is ready. And that's how he and I got together. And I just stayed with him. Um, when he got so sick, uh, I found out Tracy Kennedy, that's her name. We used to do shows together. So when Tracy called me and said, Dave's in the hospital, it's really bad. So uh, he was in ICU. It was his legs that got gangrened and they were awful. They put him in ICU. So I called him. And the guy at the nurse's station took the phone to him. And because uh, he wasn't too sure, but he asked Dave, and Dave said, Yeah, bring me that phone. I could hear him, really. And so I got on the phone, Dolly. Yes, Dave. <laughs> and, and we talked. And then the next times I would call, the station knew. The, the nurse's station knew that he wanted to talk with me so they would bring the phone to him. And I got, why am I going to cry about this? I got to talk to him the day before the night he crossed over. And then we just kept in touch. Okay, Dave? Yep, I did good. He wants you all to know you have made arrangements with pe people. You will find each other through crazy, crazy ways and, and fun ways and accidental, of course. It's all supposedly accidental, but it was planned. So be aware if you run into someone you feel a connection with, be aware you've probably made plans to be together so that you can um, work with each other. And one is the main teacher, but the student is also teaching the teacher lessons that the teacher needs to know. So be aware if you run into people. Um, the other thing, what was that you want to touch on? 
Uh, okay, this question for Dave and Posse. Is December experiencing an end-of-year energy crunch? It feels so heavy. Um, it's not the end of year. It's not the month. It is yourself who is experiencing things within yourself uh, moving forward. Um, it's yourself. It's not that December is going through an, uh, an experience of energy change. No, it's you who is experiencing the energy change and not just quirky soul, but I, I say you as a whole general, y'all out there. It's y'all who are going through energy changes because of this ascension thing. And um, some of you will learn from it because you'll open yourself up and and you want to explore it further and and explore how it affects you and and um, others are going to be closed to it. They just don't give a shit. They don't want to be disturbed. I'm pretty happy with my head in the sand. Leave me alone. And some others will be tipped over the. The fence, they're sitting on the fence. Some others will be tipped over one way or the other. Hopefully toward the good side of the fence. The good energies, the good experiences, the good learning, what you came to learn. I don't think you want to be here for thousands of years, do you? Because you need to learn something. Because the thing you need to learn and you're not learning is going to come and hit you in the head until you do learn it. So he says you better, for your own sake, learn your lessons as you go. Quit procrastinating and hiding. Sticking your butt up in the air with your head in the sand. <laughs> okay, so. I'm listening. I don't mean for dead air. I don't know how to say that. Uh, this 2024 is going to be. Uh, an exciting year. Um, it's going to be a hard year for a lot of beings because they don't want to uh, participate and move forward. It'll be a year of movement, he's saying. Forward movement. Um, when you see or feel yourself move backward, Stop. Just stop. Dead stop. Think about what you're doing or what you're thinking or what you're saying, what you're experiencing. And um, he says you'll probably choose to move forward and not take steps backward. So keep your minds open to that too. And he is done for now. He will come and talk to us more toward the beginning of January. Thanks, Dave. I love you, too. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> okay, so we're done with Dave. Thank you, Posse. Thank you. Thank you, God. 
Okay. Let's moving right along, Nancy. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> right. So you want to Duncan do O'Finian. Yes. yes. Yes, I I found his name. Thank that you. that that's the uh uh I think it was a super soldiers convention or something that Carrie Cassidy hosted and those two were on. Yeah. That that's a link to that uh video. Yeah. Oh, and he talks about the yellow snake on that too, I think. It's a good one. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of a kind. I wonder what happened to Duncan. Well, I heard he divorced Axel and remarried somebody else. And oh. they were in California the last I heard he was in the hospital because he got shot three times. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were on the run from the people who have been chasing them since the o- o- MK Ultra, And uh, evidently they caught up with him. So, but you don't know if he's dead or alive. He's alive. He was in the hospital with the three bullet wounds in him. Yeah, he's alive. Okay, I think this is it. No. Shoot. Uh, did he ever write anything at that I know of? Who, Duncan? Yeah, I'm looking yeah, him he- up. He wrote books, yeah. Oh. Author and material artist, martial artist. Yes. Yeah, taking it as young, and I didn't realize he had done that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Let me just uh, put this in the chat room. And there's always something interesting about those people. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know it's like you think you kind of know them and then they go and do something like become authors (laughs) (laughs) yeah that happened (laughs) I I swear you know it's like the older I get the the more I go like how did I miss that how did I miss that I thought I was pretty up on stuff but boy I'll tell you there's a lot of things that are going on it comes to you when you're ready yep Okay, so we've got Matthew. I'm assuming you want me to read it? Yes, please. That's not me. Okay. No, I know. Um, Okay, so you said I should do it, yes? Yes, please. Okay. All right, remember that you got somebody that's dyslexic that never did very well reading in classroom. (laughs) I'm out of breath. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I'll try to do, you know, I'll I'll be fine. Okay, this is December 1st, 2023. Energy of the season, divine grace, soul contract choices versus actual experiencing. Importance of thoughts, two major categories of thoughts, unity consciousness. With loving greetings from all souls at this station, this is Matthew. Especially as your year nears its end and the season of holy days draws nigh, It is natural to think that of the many souls who are homeless, grieving, injured, hungry, and frightened. Always what is most beneficial for those who are suffering, for you and for your world, is to live from your heart. Feel, whoops, hold on. 
took it off. All right, just feel compassion for people and animals in need and grateful for the blessings in your life that enable you to share with them. The high energy of your gratitude and the fulfilling sensation from giving sense forth expanded light into the world to all who are downtrodden and their thankfulness for the gifts of kindness of gifts of money or time, food or other help lets their light shine brighter. That isn't just a nice arrangement this time of year, dear ones. It is the science of the universe now and evermore. Joyfully prepare for heartwarming religious celebrations and festivities with family and friends. Participate in the kind of spiritual observances that fill your heart with peacefulness. Rejoice in the majestic tones of stirring music. Hug the persons whose presence in your life is so valuable. The high vibes of those meaningful experiences provide upliftment far beyond you and those who are dear to you. Love's bountiful streamers flow naturally wherever needed throughout your world. That is also science. We have been asked if everyone who dies or is dealing with extreme conditions in Palestine and Israel signed up for these experiences. Lifespan and sudden departure fit in some soul contracts and others include adversity to overcome. But most of the souls affected did not choose death at this time or the harsh circumstance and desperation of living in an embattled environment. Divine grace steps into these kind of situations. Souls, soul involvement co- comes from balanced experiencing and except for evildoers, attaining balance is the goal of every soul in every lifetime. By giving full credit to incomplete karmic lessons, divine grace bestows a state of balance on persons whose lifetimes are cut short or their hardships are greater than they chose or needed to experience. It is not that these of those beneficiary souls involved with an unearned, unearned graduation diploma, so to say, they anchor in a fusion of light that lets them assimilate expanded spiritual and conscious awareness that they did indeed earn this advancement just in an alternative way. Many of Earth's residents have experienced greater challenges and more difficulties than soul contracts call for. Dear family, if you feel you have dealt with tougher issues than you expected when you volunteered, you are probably right. And the people you came to help have struggled more than they expected when they chose to wind up in third density, to wind up third density lessons. Souls in spirit worlds who are planning their next physical lifetime feel confident that they can handle the conditions that will balance their experiences and let them evolve. That may be especially true of the many souls who rush to incarnate on earth to take advantages of the unique opportunity to complete all 3D karmic lessons in one lifetime instead of many. Eventually, we all learn it is much easier to boldly, courageously choose harsh situations than it is to deal with them once we're in bodies. And there is more underlying formidable situations than what the dark ones are doing. 
There are the dense energy reactions to whatever that is, from chaos and confusion to fear and outrage, even from individuals who are not directly affected. In every waking moment, every person is thinking, 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 and because thinking, like breathing and blinking, is automatic, it happens without thinking, in a manner of speaking. Who thinks their thoughts are a series of words, and words are powerful emitters of vibration all along the frequency spectrum from high peaks to sluggishly low? As billions of thoughts shoot out into the collective consciousness, consciousness, who thinks their thoughts are weaving the fabric of their life in the tapestry of the world? But knowing or remembering the universal truth is essential, so you concentrate on what you want to happen instead of what you don't want to continue. Divest yourselves of thoughts that are trivial or frustrating. They are a waste of energy or are of guilt or resentful nature. Nurturing these kinds of thoughts prevents the healing that comes with apologizing or forgiving to immensely important yet often neglected aspects of love. And please take time to think lightheartedly, dear ones, so you can sparkle with the high vibes of smiles and laughter. Despite the Illuminati's penchant for initiating or exasperating turmoil wherever and whenever they can, Netanyahu has failed to arouse much interest in a world war against groups he ironically designates terrorists. By masterminding conflicts and always having operatives on both sides, the Illuminati are the terrorists. But even if he had gained allies in such a venture, Universal Family would not have let it get off the ground. After eons of violence... Gaia is so very war-weary, and more than two dozen battles already are being waged around the world. When their fuel, their energy of low vibrations, significantly decreases, one by one those will peter out and reconciliation can begin. Along with gaining strength from destruction's low vibrations, The Dark One's power comes from controlling information and the global economy. So it is mightily heartening that many world leaders are are tiring of being embroiled in turmoil. Fewer and fewer folks believe mainstream media's misleading reports and the Illuminati are grasping at straws in the world's money supply. Everything they do requires money, manipulating stock, markets, setting global banking policies, buying mercenaries, bribing national leaders, individuals in legal and justice systems, corporate management, and other influential individuals, controlling established medicine on all the affiliated alphabet agencies, owning mainstream media and internet censors. To them, losing the means to pay for all of this is more. It's paralyzing. Now then, we have assured you that the progress is smack on target with the divine plan, and many of you are feeling the excitement of ever-intensifying light. But some of you are feeling discouraged by the violence and suffering in the Holy Land, as if progress took a long step back. Compassion for all those souls helps diminish the stressful energy around them, but becoming emotionally drawn into traumas anywhere sends low vibrations that match and prolong this dreadful circumstances. 
Let us tell you about two major categories of thoughts we are seeing in the Earth's energy field of potential, which mirrors activity on the planet. The category with steadily growing momentum shows a healthy, peaceful world where people are loving, kind, and helpful. Life is prosperous and meaningful. Animals are treated humanely. These kinds of thoughts, you can call them prayers or meditations, are the most plentiful of all categories and they vibrate in high frequencies. The other major category, which has consistently increased in momentum since the incursions of Hamas to Israel, is the low energy of fear, anger, grief, and diverse, diversiveness. It's the division of thought with intentions to destroy life and the environment emit rock bottom vibrations. The Polaroid, polarized fields reflect the conflicting emotions, attitudes, and political and ideological perspectives of Earth's people. Many of the feelings and outlooks have been dragged from one century to another for millennia, but still pertain to what goes on today and their hindrance to the society getting on with transforming their world. So we hasten to say there is good news too. Miss that clashing energies are thought about a world building blocks are love, the richness of diversity and humanity's close relationship with animals and nature. Those are the thoughts of the awakened and awakening movers and shakers among the people whom you came to help in that way and inspire to transform earth, transform earth into a land of peacefulness, love, health and joyous, joyful joy joyfulness. Together you are a fine complement of industrious visionaries, imaginative artisans and craftsmen, and you will have splendid helpers. University, universal family members are eager to introduce themselves and work alongside you. You all will be participants in the most dynamic action on the planet since God, Gaia, and Soul co-created it. We don't see the threshold of Earth's golden age at the end of the battle between the light forces and the dark. Rather, at this junction, we see a heavy mopping up process, cleaning away the debris of long ages and constructing new to replace what was devastated in a planet-wide cyclone. Then, a series of uplifting and enlightening measures in accordance with what is needed by groups in all religions, well, sorry, in all regions of every country. It would be an exciting process for people who have no conscious memories of life in a serene, harmonious world instead of one with continuous warring, cooperation instead of cutthroat competition, health and kindness instead of illness and strife. In the process, the civilization will grow toward unity consciousness, which vibrates at the benevolent end of the frequency spectrum. Unity in this regards does not preclude independent thinking, reasoning, questioning, and honoring differing perceptions. Quite the contrary. It includes that independence and much more the power of love that permeates a population's entire beingness. Only an individual or civilization of fifth density or higher in spiritual and conscious awareness can resonate with the light of unity consciousness. That's kind of important. Only an individual or a civilization of fifth density or higher in spiritual consciousness awareness can resonate with the light of unity consciousness. 
When you are on a mission such as the one now, you don't remember the unity consciousness of your homelands, but beloved brothers and sisters, the light you radiate always distinguishes your evolutionary status. As a child of God, you are a powerful font of love, a tower of strength and wisdom, and you stand tall, living in accordance with your soul's guidance, conscience, intuition, instinct, inspiration, and aspirations. You have the honor, unconditional love, and supportiveness of all light beings in this universe. Love and peace, Susan Ward. Suzanne Ward. So, wow, that was a weird one, wasn't it, Dolly? Yes, I couldn't. You know how I tell you, I, the words won't go in my head. A lot of that, what he said, the words wouldn't go in my head. But I got the feeling. It was very strange for me. Interesting. Well, it was, um, it didn't even feel like Matthew. Yeah, that, yeah. And I noticed she said her name. She didn't say his. Normally she signs off with, his. Yeah. you know, she says Matthew. And, and uh, I almost said it because it wasn't there. And I said, no, she said Suzanne Ward, love and peace. His name's not there. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah. But, the, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like um, I understand why that would be the right thing. Um, it, it's almost like we're seeing Suzanne in the... The message more than Matthew because I think she does at least she seems to in the messaging to understand that as good as it's going to be it's still a, we've got to do a lot of work we, we have to put more of the love energy out the more of the compassion out you know more of the don't be afraid you know, and that's all of what that. Dave has been saying, and that's confirmation, more. yes. And that, that's yeah. what I got from it, is that Matthew's not going to tell you like that, but she did, like, you know, no, let's get real here. You know, human beings, listen. Um, yeah. I mean, I personally, I don't think that even when you're talking to Dave, there's always you there. You're the one that that is has to get what messaging comes through. And so in any of hers or Dave's or anybody who's, you know, talking to people, my, even myself, you know, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what they're saying and then say it, but it's going through me, you know, so you're always yeah. putting yourself into it. And uh, this time I feel like she just, really put a lot of herself in it. No, people have got to put out more. She's probably feeling that. We've got to do more. Remember, she just had a near-death experience and yeah, that heart went bananas on her. I was going to say that maybe 
maybe she's getting more intuition from her self, her her group, other than Matthew. That I would make sense. Yeah. Didn't know how to say that. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, the 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 key to to any of this is that. I've told you the story how we got, I got into this. I mean, it was like Lee Brown said, I think you should pay attention to this. I go over, I got nothing off of it except a link to Gene Rockefeller. And out of Gene Rockefeller, I got uh, Jan Shaw, Gene Rockefeller, and Ani Avedisian. And I had no idea that Ani Avedisian had been one of uh, Suzanne Ward's best friends for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's that, you know, coincidence and um, synchronicity is really thought and action. There's some thought behind this. And we had been talking about you on your list. I think it was the Cosmic Reality Show, but you, you, we had we were going down your list and you were wondering about, you know, does is there somebody up there that is orchestrating all this? And I don't think so. I think it's like we're all in the sandbox together. And the adults aren't even in the yard. They're in the house. Mm-hmm. Kicking back a martini. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Her mom was Manhattan. Dad was martini. <laughs> you know the ones that get you are the, are the wine drinkers. Why uh, that? Well, because they get drunk like skunks, but it creeps up on them. So you oh. kind of... You know, when somebody's swigging back uh, tequila, you're waiting. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I worked in a, a, a country club. We were having this big wedding thing, and there was like, you know, three big rooms, and and then there was the bar. They had to, it was huge. We had a lot of space, and this was a big wedding. You know, money people. And there was this guy that was standing at the uh, bar, and I'm waiting to get my drinks. And he, he's, well, I knew he was drinking tequila because he was going. He put, he'd take a shot, and then he put it on, put the glass down, and he'd say tequila. And the bartender was like, just standing there pouring these things. And it took six of them. I don't know how many he'd had before that. When he chugged it back, he just kept going back, and he landed, passed out on the floor. <laughs> and for some reason, I can just remember that guy, tequila, tequila, you know. And I said to the to the bartender, I said, why did you keep pouring those? He said, because this guy was nuts. And I could kind of feel, you know, and his buddies were there. It wasn't like he was there alone. They were taking care of him. He sort yeah. of like took it upon himself to knock the guy out. But he was afraid. <laughs> he was afraid. I know. I know what he's talking about. You. You know. You get these nutty people in there, and you say, you know, you're drunk, or something's wrong with you. I'm not going to give you anything, or you know. And they'll go nuts. And they'll go after you. So sometimes it's just easier to let them do their thing, and then call the paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, um, it's 7.52, which means we've got just a little bit, eight, not even eight minutes here. Do you have 
anything on a list or something that you wanted to talk about? Or Well, I went through my whole list, but uh, maybe next time. No, next time Saturday, isn't it? Saturday, yes. And I won't get a chance for Saturday. Um, You're going to be here for the show, right? I'm going to what? You're going to be here for Saturday's show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe next Tuesday we can start going through that Ascension thing that I find it to be very interesting and it says a lot of the things on the energies that are happening that will uh it's just i can't even it's just very interesting and i think people should hear it but it'll take us a while to get through it well um it sounds good to me i mean I can, I can share it next Tuesday. Yeah, there, maybe, there's maybe <laughs> there's, there's people out there that really do swear by the concept of uh, ascension. You know, the ascension, what do they call them? Symptoms. Yes. I just take it day by day. I saw something. I ran across it and I don't know where. That something is going on with the sun uh, that is changing the sun itself. But I don't know what it was. And it will affect um, ascension and ascension symptoms. But that's all I remember about it. Did you run across anything like that? No, I did not. Huh. I'm going to write myself a note because I want to to look at uh, Starfire Tor and see what she's been up to because she's the one that knows about this stuff. And I used to have, uh, well, I suppose I, I, I was a member of one of her groups because she got so many people in Facebook that... I don't know, 5,000 or something, then you have to open up a second group. And she was on her third group last time I was there, which was quite a... You know, that's that's part of what happens is that you follow somebody for quite a long time, and then for some reason you stop following them. It's like every once in a while I go, oh yeah, I really like that guy, why did I stop listening to him? You know, uh, it's like you say, it's like certain voices at certain times. Yes. Yes. This, the tone in their voices makes a big difference on how I hear them, if I hear them. Uh, Annette and I have been binging on uh, Great British Bake Off. Now we're on to the kids' Great British Bake Off. And with all the the people that they have baking and going through the contest, I have noticed this about the voices and the tones of their voices. And I can't understand a lot of them because of their accent. And that will interpret for me if she can understand. 
but uh, sometimes I don't understand what they said, but I get the feel of it because of the tone in their voice. Well, tonight, um, I've got a bit of a dilemma in that um, we've got uh, Oak Island coming on at eight, eight, nine o'clock. Uh-huh. But Hannity is having a town hall with uh, President Trump on nine o'clock on Fox. I wonder if he'll let Trump talk. That's nice. So I'm probably going to listen to that. Because, you know, when I listen to him, he doesn't look nervous and he inspires me. I figure if Donald Trump isn't nervous, then neither am I. <laughs> that's, that's what well, I figure. Dave keeps saying everything's going to be okay when he says, I don't have any any worries. He says, it's okay. It's going to be okay in my world. Yep, 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 yep. So anything else you'd like to uh, say before we... Oh, did you watch the last Blind Frog Ranch? Oh, my God. They, those people are crazy. They you are know? insane. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, let, let me just run this real quickly. It, it's a show about this ranch that supposedly has an Aztec uh, treasure on it, and we've talked about it before. And this family keeps trying to dig for it. Well, this this season, they opened up the season with some technology that was able to look inside the the mountain area, and they found what the guy said, and he had all sorts of credentials, science credentials. And he said, the only time I've ever seen this signature was in a black hole. <laughs> Talking about black holes, yeah. right? And uh, it's in the middle of the mountain that they've been digging in. And so, but it also showed uh, different, like, tunnel systems under there. So now they've managed to uh, use dynamite to seal the one entrance that may get down there. And then they somehow or another also caused uh, some water thing to break and they flooded out the entire area. It's just like they're insane. (laughs) (laughs) They're sabotaging themselves. I don't even know what to think, but it is, it's, it, it, it is very interesting in many ways. So, um, yeah. So tomorrow we do have radio five G I've got to finish it off, but it should be a, a good show. And it's going to tell you, you know, so much about the history of the the backs and 5G and how it all works together. And, um, and have a great night, everybody. It's going to be, I, I believe, you know, that it's going to turn out all right. And I believe that there is enough people out there saying, no more. We want to get out of this. Be safe, everybody. We'll see you next time. Preaching. Preaching. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening.